Okay, everybody has a uh, sheet. You have back there a sheet? Uh, Thank you. Some uh, in my military. Thank you. It's good for Shadok. Okay, let's uh, start Perik Dalit Allah Gimel. See if we can finish the Perik. Five things that it's difficult. Again, nothing's impossible. It's difficult to do Chuva Gemura because it's very hard to undo the damage. We don't know who the people are. Either to return the money or to ask him or them for mechilo. Number one. We'll get to uh, soon. Lashon and the Rabbim is the same problem. If you talk about... Many people don't think it's Lashon They say, if I'm talking about one fellow, that's character assassination. If I speak about a group... That's just the way they are. I've heard that expression from many people. If you speak about a group and you, uh, you uh, tarnish the reputation of uh, 10, 20, 30,000 people, that's very difficult to do tshuva for that. So makalas harabim is even a tad worse because uh, makal usually includes Lashon Hara plus makal. It's the same idea. So you can't find them all. It's the worst case scenario. I don't know why. Lashon Hara People consider this as like... Uh, Amorphous group, you can't really identify anybody, so it can't be really targeting anybody. Well, it's targeting everybody. So that's a lot worse. And um, it's really uh, dangerous. People talk about, you can have groups that are half a class, like you talk about Ashkenazim, Svardin, Chsidim, Litvaks, uh, certain types of groups. It's, uh, it's a disaster because one small statement and uh, yakis. Um, also, it's usually those are positive comments, but. Uh, you hear all sorts of uh, strange things. You just hit 50,000, 100,000 people. Very hard to undo. Somebody has some hanav, some geneva that somebody else did. Shalafi on page Alamites, page 39. You don't even know where it came from. Ela haganav geneva rabim umevi one guy is doing the gavas, he's bringing it to you. Again, the technicalities of it, if it's Yish, and Shini Rishos, if you're part of a ring that's causing the Ghana to go steal more, because he's supplying you, that's a problem. Uh, certainly, uh, Lifni Iver and the people getting ripped off, you're never going to find them. As he says, the next line, you're causing him to steal more, because he knows he has a market. Gimel, Gimel, if you, um, there's one law of the race, that you can't ignore the Aveda by not picking it up. A lot of people see an Aveda that run the other way. Once you pick it up, it's a chiv lahachris, or to put it in your Eliyahu box. And um, somebody asked me yesterday, they had something in their house, very common child, and it's a, it's a stock item. It's something that, it's not, it's not a unique item, it's something you can easily replace. It sells at every department store. So can you use it uh, and if a fellow shows up and you can identify it and gives a simon, you'll replace it within a day. So um, unless you have reason to believe there might be some sentimental value, it looks like a stock item, 
and chances are you're not going to find the guy anyway, you, you can probably put in your Eliyanova box a little piece of paper that says, I found such and such and such and today, and this is the value, and I'm chayv to give him the value. Perhaps one could be makeal with that. Uh, I say that because otherwise people have all sorts of things hanging around that they never know what to do with it, and the Eliyanova box is not big enough. So that's a, that's a possible cooler. Somebody asked me this uh, yesterday about uh, somebody left in his house an inflatable bed. That's a big item already. But it's a stock item. You can easily replace it. And, um, and uh, Pasha says, the fellow one minds. And normally, Shol Shalom Das is a gazlan. And that's serious. The Shach says that, the Agis Antesis, the Shach says that if it's an item that you're absolutely convinced he wouldn't mind you using, and you can fully replace it when he comes back, so then it's motor. It argues on Tasis. Tasis says that that svar is a good svar, but it goes against Yishalamidas. We passed by, as we said yesterday during the drosha, Yishalamidas lo years. So even if the guy would be meichel, could be meichel, he's your best friend. He doesn't know about it yet. So I can use it. Still shows Yishalamidas the gazlan. So the shach is a chilik. It's machlek is a shach and Tasis. So if you have to rely on the shach and it's too cumbersome to keep it around, so then uh, that that might be a way to go. Yeah. Right. Right. Not always, because sometimes he plans on showing up, he just doesn't uh, remember, or he doesn't get around to it, but he's going to show up next month. Especially a Mashola who doesn't have any money, and he might, he might say, you know, next time in the neighborhood, I forgot this time, uh, next year when I make my rounds, uh, I want to pick it up. So, uh, so it's, not, uh, it's not so pushy. The mice in yeshiva and in Europe, the Bachram couldn't afford any clothing, so whenever they went out, they all wore the same jacket. So one time a guy came to pick up a young lady, and she said, Here, here's, here's the button from last time. It's a different guy. It's the same jacket. So, uh, and he was thankful for it. Nobody ever, if you need the money, no one, no one ever gives up. The problem is, even if, he, even if he doesn't need the money, if he doesn't realize he lost it yet, it's Yishalam Adas. Um, yeah. Yeah, again, if it's a stock item, maybe you can rely on this cooler. He knows it's coming, you can easily replace it. Shaila is if he comes to your house and he's here for the next two minutes, you're going to start buying it, I'll give it to you tomorrow, and you're going to have a problem. Somebody who stayed by your house, you probably don't know who it is, but you probably know him. If he comes back, he'll say, okay, I'll mail it to you tomorrow. That would be okay. That's a Shaila, should you rely on that? Pasha says, better to, we have houses in Muncie that can uh, keep things in their basements. Probably better to have a corner. You just uh, keep these things. But this is a problem. We were in the middle of Geneva and the Pelagets, which I plan on getting back to Obiyantiv. One of the things he, uh, coming up, he talks about uh, kids stealing, quote-unquote, stealing things from their parents. So if you ask the kids, that's not stealing, that's my parents. And they could take cookies after you tell them a favor, you shouldn't take cookies. They could take uh, sometimes money. Uh, I, I had a, one parent came to complain to me, very wealthy individuals, and the, uh, the kids were taking money with large amounts. And they were, it was an ever. They were, they, were, they were sleeping with the money under their pillows. They were afraid the kids would take us. I said, why don't you get a safe? So the kids were just helping. They figured the parents had a lot of money, which they did. So $100 here, $100 there. But who cares? The answer is the parents cared. And you can't, even, the, even if you want to rely on the shock, it has to be an umdur of the mukha. Absolutely, they don't mind. When it comes to cash, that's never umdur of the mukha. Uh, so stealing from your parents is stealing. And if they ask it, they say, don't take it. So... But the cookies, they hope that they're telling you not to take it, I don't want you eating nash, but if you took it, they would be meichel, maybe. But it's, it's, um, it's something that's assumed to be 
Mechila, in many of these cases, the kids assume my parents uh, obviously really want to give this to me. They just sort of uh, didn't say yes yet. That's Geneva. It's true with friends, but it's even true with parents. It's the next paragraph from the Pelias. And then you don't remember how many things you took. And, uh, okay, I guess the parents, at least the Milas, you know who they are. You can go and ask for general Mechila. But, uh, but to take, uh, take these actions without clarity is uh, very not pushing. Dalit Hayechol, sure, Shayid, to shout with the gears is Aniyam Yisayim Valmonis. You take things from Aniyam Yisayim Valmonis. The problem is they move around. It's very hard to locate them. Take a look at the next page. Page Mem. Elabene Odom, Umlalam Haim, Veni Adun, before some Mem, you don't know who they are. Golami Aliyah, they move around from place to place. Veni this mom is like in Meshulu. Veni Lamake, Kadeshi Yeda, Shaidza, Amihu, Vyatsvenallah. It's very hard to locate them. In Europe, this is common. They had hundreds of anim just rolling from town to town. And they would show up, and you'd take them to your house to Lel Shabbos, and then they would roll on to the next town. Uh, top of page 40. Uh, I say, Makabal Sheikhad Lahatas Din. Any Adair Hechen Egia Toya Zu Vakama He Kaychav. He took Sheikhad. So there's two dinim of Sheikhad. He's an exact cousin. He can't take Sheikhad even if you don't throw the case. And then there's always the Shash. He really did throw the case. But Torah says, Sheikhid uh, is Ma'avra Ene Chachamim. And it's very hard to give the money back because you, no one's going to know how much in your mind it really made a difference in your psaq. So maybe the psaq was still correct. Maybe it's a little bit off. Maybe you charged him more money. It's very hard to figure out which part is Geneva. Sheikhid, he was Zechaiver. Shailah is which part now is Geneva. And um, the Maisa with a big guy who was a Mitzrayim, who was a Dayan, and he went blind. It's a horrible story that somebody accused him that he went blind because he took Sheikhid. Sheikhid Yaver, which was Lahayev, the neighbor of pure Lashon Hara, that's a shame, better, better said. And he felt to be a Chil Hashem, so he, in those days, somebody went blind by Elena, there's no way they're having her fool. And he dived into a Kodesh Baruch Hu, he announced by Robin that if it's true that I took Sheikhid, I will remain blind, and if it's not true, I will get my sight again. Mom's asking for an A, so he dived into the he got a sight back. They have recorded things. We have signatures of this, uh, of this Diane when he was blind. It was like off the page. And we have signatures at a later date on letters. Piscate did them at a later date that they were absolutely uh, straight. It was clear that he, uh, we know the story, and he regained the sight. That's how, um, that's how damaging this can be. So there's one error of taking the sheikh, and then there's the sheikh, how, how to figure out how crooked the psak was, if it was crooked at all. Um... So we don't know, we don't know how much money it was. Dalit, mehem chamisha dvarm haitzasam hein chaskas lashem hein lefisha dvarm kalam hein abreva adam nimsachetiv yadam eshein zachet. Next five things are what people think are little averis, and they're not going to do tshuva, but he's not really convinced it's such a bad avera. And really, uh, the avera is extremely serious. Aleph. This is less of a problem in America, but it still exists. I'll explain to you where. In Europe, when people didn't have food, this is an extreme problem. means that somebody makes you an offer which is really not sincere. Okay, Shiloh, the propriety of doing that is a different Shiloh. Let's say he's embarrassed to making an offer of some food. And you, being insensitive, don't realize that it really wasn't a sincere offer. And he doesn't have any any spare potatoes, and you take the food. So that's a form of avak geneva. I mentioned to you the Ochashokhan says the Minigwaz used to make a Sham Zachan announce that we had a baby boy and set up some food, and it was obvious and clear that the Minigwaz, everybody should walk in, say Mazatov, and walk out 
without eating anything. That's what the Balabas wanted because they didn't have any food to spare. That was, that was common. The Vardik was a very poor town, as were many small, small and large towns in Russia. And um, why is he putting out the food? Isn't that an insincere offer? The answer is, well, not if everybody's supposed to know they're not supposed to take. you got to put out food because that's what Shalom Zacha looks like. So what are you going to do? Now, this in America, Baruch Hashem, people have food to spare most of the time. Where this does come up, I'll get to you in one minute, is I remember this clearly as a child where a kid brings a bag of potato chips, one of those uh, small snack-sized bags, and that today Wise uh, or even Blooms puts in like three and a half potato chips. They, they, it's mostly air. And um, when I grew up, they had six potato chips. It, it really in the or Duras. And you all remember what happened in the schoolyard? There was like super hearing that when you'd go to the cracker with a bag, all of a sudden, like everybody from Arba Confess Hayard would surround you. And everybody, of course, they respected you only have one bag. So everybody only wanted half a potato chip. But half a potato chip times 10 friends means you have no potato chips left. You're already in negative territory. So to ask somebody for the potato chip is taking away a Sudish and a Mespekas The kid's not hungry. I didn't go home hungry. Well, sometimes I did. But, uh, but I had food at home. But if the kid really doesn't want to give and you're taking it because he's forced to by social pressure not to look cheap, that's a problem of Avagadeva. And sometimes that happens. With children, it happens all the time. There's, there's always a finite amount of snack that you're bringing. I'm... It depends. Look at the table, see how lavish it is, and see how many people there are. It's not. That's a good example. It's not so pushy. There have been there have been condition that that they ran out of food, and they expect them. Well, people know ways of people, and then there were a lot of people there who they don't even know who were eating, and then the waves came and they didn't have any food. Yeah, that, that could happen even in, even in Muncie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were. Uh... It just it just we grew up in a different cultural phenomenon where basically it was a given. You were trained from early childhood that when you were offered something, even in the Right, because that's very good because you you were you were brought up in a country that didn't have so much food. Even if it's a candy that makes you drool, right? (laughs) You are saying you are saying no, I'm fine. I'm I'm not interested. Okay, that's beautiful. That that's why you became the person you became. Uh, It gives you a certain backbone of chinuch if you uh, are trained to uh, as a child to say no to a candy you're drooling over. That, That makes that makes men very early. <laughs> that makes you grow up very quickly. What, Nick? Cheap to be the candy man in that show. Ah, very cheap, yeah. You brought one bag and it lasts you 70 years. That was the... Uh, uh, but this is this could happen. And, and your example of the kiddush is, I've seen. It's not so... Uh, well, yeah, it's not to bring 70 bags in the last... Right, and they, they keep going. And they keep going. So it's, uh, it's, really, it's really not pushing. And again, the gracious thing to do is to offer. Yeah, you got to offer, but uh, the recipient has to know. And this is the type of avakaneva. Is it real ganeva? No, you didn't hold up the guy at gunpoint. So it can't be real Geneva, but it's the Chazal considered it very, uh, very serious. So again, Aleph, Ayacham, Mesut, Meshenam, Aspekas, Labaralev, Shazava, Gazahu, Umadam, Shalachatav, Yama, Klomachatav, Yalab, Shusa, the guy doesn't think he did anything wrong, the guy offered it. In reality, he did something wrong, the guy offered it, he's plotting that you took it. And uh, that was not a sincere offer, and you have to know uh, when it's sincere, when it's not. This is not as common. Ani borrows money because of mashkin. You're not supposed to use the mashkin. And these are his kalim. He used to farm. And again, you're using it in a way. Where technically, uh, there are situations you're allowed to use it as long as you give it back. But uh, usually, when you use things, if it uh, by attrition gets. Uh, 
either broken or gets less valuable, then that's a problem. He doesn't really uh, want you to use it while you're holding it, even though he gave it to you as a mashkin. Mashkin is that if he doesn't pay back, you collect, not to use it in between. Mestako Barayas. So this we spoke a lot about of Yantif. Maladaita Shemekaklom. He said, What did I do already? Shaimer, Chibalti, Karafti. Next page, 42. For two reasons. First of all, it's a separate Xerxes Akasif. The Stakas itself is Asr. And the Ramah adds that the reason it's Asr is sort of like a Chok Adaraisa, Shigaremes, Lagufin, Shalarayish, Namal, Asurach, Redvafan, Lacharayan Echem. Even if it doesn't lead to a rise, it's still a separate Isser. It's the Isser of Altahar, Bayam, Shem, Yavadeh, Kari, Balayla. All sorts of Isserim over here. And people say, yeah, what I do? I only looked, didn't hurt anybody, didn't do anything. And again, people are not as quick to do tshuva because they don't realize the chaymer ha'inyan. Dalad, this we started discussing Thursday night. The shir mezchabed b'kloin chaveroi. Again, didn't say anything. Maybe even held himself in check and didn't laugh. But inside, he's laughing and he's uh, not laughing. He has a certain cover. That guy's a shlamazel and it makes me look better. That's mezchabed b'kloin chaveroi, which again uh, shows a weakness in the person who's thinking that. Shows his own low self-esteem. I remember, he says to himself, what did I do wrong? I didn't insult the guy. The guy didn't even see me uh, smiling in my head. I didn't make any facial expressions. I just had some awe that he was a loser. I didn't embarrass him. All I did was compare my brilliance and my good muscle to his stupidity and his lack of muscle. Didn't indicate a thing in my face. The answer is, that's a serious and this is a way he feels of just make myself feel good. Look at what a, what a success I am, what a loser he is. And even though you did anything wrong, again, people don't do truth for this. They didn't think they did anything. It's a big aver. But this is in his heart? What was that? He can't do it in his heart? He cannot do it in his heart, correct. It's a very common thing. Chazal understood people. That's a very horrible meeting. The best way, it's all Salanti used to say, there are two ways to make yourself feel good, make yourself bigger. You can either push the other guy down or you can stand on a stool. You stand on a stool. You don't have to push the other guy down. You don't have to, you don't have to make yourself, once in a while, for self-esteem, you give yourself a pat on the back. You're doing nicely. So you can say you're doing nicely for things you're doing. You don't have to compare yourself to him and look how nicely I'm doing. He's the Shlomo. Why are there when you do it in your heart and you're just thinking about it? The uh, Torah considers that, uh, what Pusik does it fit under? Yeah. I don't know what, what Pusik it fits under. I think it fits under the Avera of, of, of general Midas Mishchosos. A person, a person who acts like that will end up verbalizing and, and, and getting the message across of facial expressions. People can't help sometimes thinking about it. You know, that's a general taina, is that uh, here you have a machshava ro. So there's a, what is the race of Ashur, al-tahara v'yem, shemin adabi keri, all sorts of yisurim. What am I going to do with The answer is that Torah does ask us to control our machshavas. That's the Yud Gimli Karma all about. That's what we're doing Sunday morning when we get back to it after Sukkot. So, uh, so it's more challenging to control a machshav. But our job is to try to keep those machshavas out, uh, out of our head. And if they appear, to try to realize that it's damaging. A person who thinks like that is the type of person who will end up insulting people verbally, end up pushing people down, not being nice to people. Or insecure. Or insecure. But that insecurity will lead to many Be'el issues. So I, I, don't, I don't recall offhand if they have a favorite shapasi with this. If they don't, it wouldn't be a problem. Because this, this middah doesn't stay contained. It, this midah ends up affecting his halachelik with people in general. 
And if the only way he gets a rise for himself is by uh, seeing other people push down, then that's not going to that's not going to fly for a host of Ben Amlach Yeah. It's possible that the issue is that by seeing this and it resonating with the way he's looking at the world, it'll make him too complacent to actually work. That's true also. Instead of, you know, the Bible Musa say, if you want to grow, you always got to look up, not down. So, yes, if he, if he he's, he's not learning too much. He looks at the other guys as that loser's not learning at all. At least I uh, hop an hour a week, say. He feels good about it. Instead of looking up, he's looking down. Yeah. And it won't. And you'll never grow. If you look down, you're always, you're always complacent with what you're doing. And nobody wants to look up because, uh, like I spoke about yesterday during the Russia, he says, uh, we don't like to think about what we can do as comparison to what we're doing. We like to think of what we actually did as comparison to what this guy did. And we're usually looking lower. And that's a problem. Yeah? Is there any uh, correlation or the Simperkeado of your enemy, so there it is, they also create in you, you know, if you have some... Yeah, you mean even though he's not your enemy, even though he's not your enemy per se, but right now if you're thinking like that, it's cute like he's, he's your opponent. Yeah, and that, also that could be... And the uh, end of the Mishnah that says, and what Hashem will then do... Right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a techazal take a very stern eye at this. So, yeah. If a person is? Yeah, because usually the verbalization comes after he has a good laugh inside and then he decides to say, there are people who are very mean, and it comes from these midas, and he'll sometimes say, either on the spot a minute later or next time he sees him, is I saw you with that banana peel, you're a real loser. I, if I, you weren't such a shlamazel, it wouldn't have happened to you. Uh, or we spoke about Thursday night about playing practical jokes on people just to see their uh, shlamazel kite and everybody gets a good laugh. So uh, it's the, this type of person will end up verbalizing, yes, then he would get both. Very would. Uh, similarly, the next one is also Machshava. Now, sometimes you verbalize this as well. You actually say, Why'd you do this? But sometimes you won't say it. You'll just think it. Why is this guy doing such horrible averis? I decided he did it. Not only is this an Avera, but in terms of Din on Yom Kippur, it's coming in a few days, a very, very frightening idea the Bali Musa point out from the Svarim that in Shemayim they judge you the way you judge other people. So not only is Chesh B'Shem and Avera itself, it's very damaging because if you constantly, if your worldview is you look at everybody and whatever they're doing is the glass half full, or half empty rather, uh, then in Shemayim they look at your Maisim and they, they're not dying you the Kasuchus either. That's a fair Shemayim. And you'll ask, well in Shemayim they're not dying you because they know it's mean the Kasuchus. That's a kasha. How does that But there's a midah in Shemayim that they will take a mice you have and give more midah sarachamim if you give other people the benefit of the doubt. And that's a very powerful tool. And conversely, chasashon can be very damaging if that's not your on haga and machshava. There was a... Um, I saw somebody had... Uh, I saw this. Um, a mice... Uh, oh, I saw this. Madia had this uh, recently. I always... I always look, I have about four minutes to read the Madiyas. So I look for one article about some good news in Eretz Yisrael. It's very easy to spot because there aren't too many articles there uh, like that because the rest is talking about battles in Iran, wars, and terrorists. And so they had one article about uh, the nicer side of Tel Aviv. Now, Tel Aviv is known as the hotbed of secularism, but there are a lot of, are from people there. And uh, one mice where Rav was in the middle of uh, Yom Kippur <laughs> afternoon and he heard a whole racket and commotion and it was getting louder and louder. He went outside the shul, the rough himself, and saw a bunch of punks 
sitting, a whole group sitting and uh, talking and laughing at the top of their lungs, Yom Kippur, the afternoon. And to boot, they had bags of shawarma. They were sitting there outside the steps of the shul. So it looked like they were there, Mamish Lakantar, they're, 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 they're talking at the top of the outside of the shul, like, how lahachas can you get? He was fuming, he didn't say anything, went back into the shul, trying to ignore them. And then they walked in by Neilah. He was really angry. He thought they were there for trouble. So he didn't say anything. They want to go over it. And they stand there by Nila, and they, he was waiting for them to get out of the shul. And uh, then they blew the shofar and they left. And then he found out afterwards that there were Taka group of punks who were completely not religious, but they had been fasting. And they didn't know when the fast was over. And they came to the shul to find out when the tinnitus is over. And they came with all their food so they could eat right afterwards. And somebody, they came to the shul. Somebody told them as soon as they blow the shofar. Uh, you're good to go. And they blew the sheriff and they went. So that's uh, now, he wasn't exactly over in Chesha B'Kshem. Chesha B'Kshem is when it's 50-50 or 60-40, somewhat close. If it's like 99 to 1. Uh, they're still willing to be down the Kasuas, but you know you can't fault, fault him. He heard the youths were carrying on. They didn't know how to behave in front of a shul. Okay, because they weren't religious. And they did have food in their hand. You can't tell, you know, that the food was heavy and wasn't heavy. But Lamaisa, he told him the story, and he said, you see, even the punks are waiting for the Shafer to know when to eat. So it was an Indian to try to find the silver lining in, uh, in every situation. Um, let me just see. Let's read the last part quickly. We only have another two minutes. Hey, Mehem Chamisha Dvar Maisa Sam, Yemasha Chacharem Tamid Vakasha Mehem Lifresh Mehem. We discussed this at length over Rosh Hashanah with the Geras Agrab. It was his main theme. Elohim Rachilus. Rachilus is uh, when you tell Shimon that Reuben took Lashon Hara on you because uh, bad blood. Lashon Hara, page 44. Baal a person who gets angry. No. Nope. Person that gets angry, the famous Misa where uh, Mark Kedushin says, she says, uh, she's trying to test them out. He gave her a ring and she threw it overboard. They went a ship. Nice place to propose if it's a sneezing environment. And she throws it overboard. So uh, afterwards, her explanation was she's trying to find out if he's an angry person. He doesn't want to marry an angry person. So everybody asked the Kasha, well, if somebody gives you a ring that's expensive, you throw it overboard, wouldn't you get angry? Good Kasha, no? What's the answer? The answer is there's no quince to check out somebody and see if they're angry, angry people, if you don't do anything to get them angry. Most angry people, if you, don't, if you just please them all the time, they don't get angry. The only test to see if a person is an angry person is to see what happens if he blows up after you do something that rubs them the wrong way. That's the punch out in the Gemara. What? A cheap way of doing it. She's probably hired for the ring. <laughs> she probably has to pay it back. But Lamaisa, that is a good test. It's no, when you're going out, everything's rosy, and, and he's taking her out to eat, and they're always talking and schmoozing and having fun. That's not a riot. He's not an angry person. Then she wants to know afterwards. What? You mean is she a thrifty person? <laughs> okay, that's in defense of him. What? Is it Lifni Iver? The Gemara, elsewhere in Gadushan, talks about keeping up aim. So the Gemara tells somebody that says, you have to be medical ahead of time, then, yeah, and then you have to tell him, Taisa says, then what's the test? The answer is, according to Taisa, the test, even if you tell him, this is a test, don't get angry, they still get angry if they're an angry person. Right, so you have to fit. Okay, so you have to say what Taisa said over there, over there also. I don't think Taisa says it over there for some interesting reason, but, uh, but that's a good point. But the Taisa might keep it up, hey, it's a pella. You tell him ahead of time, this is a test, and still a test? The answer is, yeah, people get angry, 
they, they get angry anyway, even if you warn them. That's the sad part. You mean there are enough things that come up in the marriage that she wanted to know about this before they get married, to know if they should marry him. Yeah, that's not... Uh, in the marriage already, it's too late. Okay, I see we're not going to finish. I'm going to hold up the topic to wait. You've got to start slichus. It's a shame. We'll uh, pick up next year.